0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of the training arc
1: hello guys we missed one week but oh we're yes back. let's
0: talk about that first yeah why did we miss a week
1: i think uh, we were just busy we couldn't <laughs> figure out a uh, time
0: yeah i think so um i was kind of overwhelmed with stuff from work from mm. phd and yeah we couldn't make out make the time to do another episode mm. last week
1: i think that's one of the downs of having two people on on the podcast uh, like as well like as a up right if you have two people cooperating in, in a podcast you like you make each other accountable like mm. right but tom um, at the same time there are some times where either things just can't work out one of us just uh just busy or yeah. like the like for example like my side like the editing bits <laughs> that doesn't work yeah, yeah. so yeah it's okay yeah, we life happens. Mm.
0: Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed though, because this is our 10th episode, mm. and it's supposed to be kind of like a a mark. Mm.
1: It's like, like what do you call it? Like a checkpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, like a checkpoint for us, because we were going to make it, I guess, more public mm. <laughs> after like this. We can
1: tell other people, hey, we have a podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we started, we made the rule because I wanted to make sure we were more committed to this. Yeah. But I mean, although I was a little disappointed, I actually felt like it was a good time to take a break.
1: Uh I I thought that we could do an, an episode. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that um, it wouldn't make it too much of a difference.
0: Yeah, I, but I think you're coming from the perspective that it's just going to be another, I guess, just a normal chit chat episode. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I. I don't know, like because I made the rule, I feel like the tenth episode had to be a little bit special. Well,
2: when to like the 100th one, you're, <laughs> you're gonna think your brains out.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, but other than that, how how has it been for the past two weeks for you?
1: Uh, two, I don't know. I can't remember what I did la- last week already. Mm. But um, yeah, everything's been okay. Everything's been good. Uh, I learned. I learned learn better on how to spike in volleyball. And
0: you learned better or you... I did better. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I did. I don't know. Like, I thought you
0: when, said um, you thought you did better because the net was lower.
1: <laughs> but still, it's it, like it's different. Okay. Like, um, Practice yeah, made a even difference. B- because previously, even if we have the lower net, I, I couldn't mm. really spike. Mm. But now I can kind of spike, mm. but not consistently. <laughs> it has That's to okay. Be, to, I, like, yeah, the it's like a coordination... Mm. yeah the timing has to be right and Mm. yeah it feels good (laughs) Mm. when spiking it feels really stress relieving that's Mm. why i can i can see a lot of people why they like spiking
0: and how did you find how have you found this um new exercise routine how's everything going for you because i think both for both of us we've been Mm. picking things up Mm. we've picked things up for uh since the lifting of the lockdown
1: since this is like my third time going to the gym, like mm. not, not going to the gym, like, like your third attempt.
0: Yeah, at, at the bodybuilding project. <laughs> yeah. I guess and um, kind of cool.
1: like the previous, like the my, like when I did it the first time, I didn't really know what to do. Mm. Like I was just trying to figure out the equipment and stuff. Mm. And I oh, I after about a month, my body kind of changed a bit mm. because I was doing all these different kind of, things like if you like if you do something yeah. with your body like you want to change eventually right yeah but um i had a i had a problem with the neck because oh. i think that when i was doing bench press i i went in too heavy on weights initially Ooh. i couldn't isolate like I, I couldn't have the muscle muscle control of just using the chest so all the all the Cord, no, no, not on the cords. All the neck muscles are very, very tense. Mm. So, at the, so, so so that was the bad first time. The second time that I started, and uh, because it was COVID lock lockdown, mm. so then I ended. Then it was the second attempt at the gym. I think that that attempt, um, I did, I I moved pretty slowly, mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't any injuries at all. Mm. Um, so it was it was good it was Mm -hmm. good but then a lockdown again happened Mm -hmm. then the third time so this time i think i moved so previously i didn't really take account like i I didn't really pay attention to like to the lower part of the body yeah and why i don't know because because if you want to look like you've been working out Mm. for a guy at least right like the legs is only one fifth the triangle shape it's like if you like, you like, if you want to look buff, you, you like, you have to concentrate a lot on the chest and the shoulder area, right? And yeah, so,
0: why do you guys do that? It's a little <laughs> bit how do you, I don't know what the word is in English on top of my head because it's I just keep thinking... there'll be Chinese listeners, oily, yoni. <laughs> 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 okay, like, like no, when no, guys no, try sense. to,
1: it makes sense though, because, because that's the first thing that you see. It does, a,
0: no, 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 but I mean, um, it reminded me of how. Like, high school boys always do this in the photos, (laughs) like, just to make the biceps look bigger. Like, that, they they always just, like, squeeze, like, hold their hands together and, Mm. like, flex. And it's just so weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was my concentrated part on the second attempt. But for the third attempt, because I was really trying to... Build up the physique for volleyball, mm. and so I divided the body into half and half. Hmm. So basically, my upper top and bottom, and like and the bottom. So my yeah. so my workout routine is basically two 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 sets. Ooh.
0: Tell you the master <laughs> showing his pro tips.
1: <laughs> two sets. One is the the back and the chest, mm-hmm. so like the main body, mm. and the other is the limbs, so mm. like the lower part and the butt and the arms. Mm, and I so pay much trunks, less attention to the arms. So my arms have oh. been growing a lot less, like a okay. lot slower than the second temp, of obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, um, but what I find is that um, I can move, I can more comfortably go into bigger weights because I have a stability of a lower limb
0: yeah okay that makes
1: sense yeah so for example if i was doing a tricep (laughs) overhead extension i can
0: just imagine like (laughs) maybe in your second round you had like really flimsy shaky little legs
1: yeah like i could (laughs) no literally even even my tricep can lift more weights than my quads wow yeah so that's weird (laughs) yeah
0: it's very off balance
1: (laughs) yeah so when i was doing you know the tricep like extension mm. i i always ha- have to like you know when i have to release the weight, i have to like cut, take a slip back you know, <laughs> and pull back. but now it's quite stable wow <laughs> yeah
0: oh i think that's a little bit it's, it's more dangerous uh, i mean it's less dangerous now that you have a better balanced
1: yeah i i, I think body. i think a lot of people that that go to the gym mm. doesn't have too much knowledge it's really um like they they and oh, to the trunk. Like, to the cores. Like, how how stable is your abs and your butt. Okay. And that's the part where you don't really see how well a person... Like, how... like My brain's not working today, okay? <laughs> um, so, like, you can't really see how good someone's core is just by looking at them. Yeah. Okay, but you yeah. can see them, how often they get injured. Mm. Like, if they are less likely to get injured, they must have a, a pretty strong core.
0: Mm. Mm. In my classes as well, um, the basic tip for everyone, like no matter what level, when we have um any class really, whether it's Pilates or yoga, mm. like the one of the tips that the instructors always remind us for every lesson is to uh, always try and engage your core mm. as much as possible. And yeah, it, it just makes everything easier. Mm. Mm. And actually, I feel like this, something else uh, that i want to ask you here before we move on to the main topic and that yeah. is like do you have any tips for guys or girls who are new to you know exercising or bodybuilding or gyming, yeah. that kind of thing I mean, like go, go any tips gym, right? any tips because when because when they are starting off uh, like especially i mean coming from the perspective of someone who is very skinny yeah. like did you ever feel self-conscious Absolutely. or do you have Absolutely. any tips for yeah. helping people to overcome that
1: i think that um that in the society, like, like we treat, like, if you say to someone that you're really fat, people think that that's an insult, right? Mm. But when people say someone is really skinny, mm. people don't really think of that as an insult,
3: mm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. But, um, but a lot of people say that calling some people really skinny is exactly the same as calling someone fat,
3: because,
0: mm,
3: right? like yeah, it's, it's the same way that you're judging a, and commenting yeah, exa- about like their exactly, yeah. body
1: shape. And uh, I think that a lot of people don't really get. The, like how hard is it for skinny people to put on weights oh and, right yeah. i
0: think that's a okay yeah like
1: people like people people think that's very fortunate like we we can eat how whatever <laughs> we want however <laughs> we, we want it's not well, really that,
0: the case <laughs> that sounded a little bit like a flex but okay
1: no like it's not really the case yeah, like yeah, like yeah. for someone that really wants to put on weight it's yeah, it's yeah. really difficult yeah and the first time that i try to put on weights i have to eat like until I vomit, basically every single time. And did you actually vomit, or like was it close? Some like a couple of times, I'm pretty close. Okay, because, because you I'm, were trying
0: to follow the calorie count yes, and everything. Yes. Do you and still do that now?
1: I don't do that now because I know I, I can meet the meet the calorie requirements because oh. because my stomach space have, have have opened up a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Expanded. <laughs> yeah, expand. Because, Full capacity. Yeah, like leveled the up. first first month of you know try, trying to introduce more things to eat mm. It's that's the difficult part it's really right. really difficult because you don't feel hungry at all yeah 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 and you're not used to yeah especially that much. your diet is going into like full-on protein mm. and protein doesn't make you hungry
0: wait wait that we're, we're completely going yeah sorry <laughs> sideways. Um, i mean
1: like for, like any tips if you like depends like like, like if you like enjoy a sport um, just keep playing with the sports, and if if, if you think oh, so, you
0: mean start with something that you enjoy
1: first. Yeah, start with something. That yeah, something that you enjoy. For example, like badminton or tennis or anything like. Or anything but what like
0: if that. they want to go into the, go gym. Into the gym and lift weights, yeah. but they feel very shy and self-conscious mm. because everyone else, yep. you know, in the gym looks okay. really buff and. There huge.
1: is a very good YouTube channel, especially for skinny people. It's called, um something. I'll link it. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> uh, like it's targeted towards uh, newbies mm. to, to the gym and for skinny people that put on weight. Mm. And it, it, like it's a very informative channel. Mm-hmm. It's basically pure, pure information. Mm. And I followed it in the third attempt. And yeah. it's very, very helpful.
0: But so that is, I guess, the... Um,
1: the technique side of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And the approach. Like the, but like what the about mindset. the psychological? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that... First, when you go to the gym, it's gonna be intimidating. Like, there's no <laughs> way there's to no, avoid yeah. it. And um, I mean, everyone's start off somewhere, right? Mm. And it's 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 not too late for anyone to start. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go to work. like
0: the is the the quote: um, the best time to start was yesterday, but yeah. the next best is the next best is now. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. And and I but when I, I see someone's really skinny
1: yeah. at, at, the, at the gym right now, I don't really pay attention to them. And that's what I feel like a lot of people think that you know everyone's watching me. Uh, I'm gonna pull the biggest weight, otherwise I, I, will, I will look like a idiot, like an like a weakling or something. Mm. But um, I mean, just
0: focus on what you're doing. Yeah,
1: focus on on what you're doing and mm-hmm. pick the most appropriate weight to you, because mm, when be you safe. get injured, other people can't see your injuries, but you feel your injuries. Yeah. And yeah, so pick your appropriate. That that's that's you know that's that's appropriate to you mm-hmm. even if you have an like a like an empty bar just to do chest press or like bench press or like deadlift just do whatever or okay? even no just, one really pays yeah we even
0: just you. start with even smaller weights exactly, and dumbbells yeah. and like getting used to things but yeah but still um I'm, my question kind of still remains mm. like personally how did you overcome that just initial went. shyness i just went and did you did you ever feel so- self-conscious yes i did yeah. And what changed? Like, how did it change for you?
1: Because after the first time, I realized that my neck is hurting. <laughs> so I thought that I can't do, I can't go to the big waist. Oh, again. right. So yeah. you
0: actually did suffer, I mean, like, sort of like a minor injury.
1: Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a minor injury. Like, it's yeah, yeah. not serious enough to be an injury yet, thankfully. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. But, um, yes, that was the time when my neck was really, really sore mm. and yeah yeah so.
0: you, you you realize because you basically suffered mm, mm, mm. <laughs> right but okay but i still don't feel um because nowadays i feel like you're not self-conscious at all yeah i'm gym. not i'm not yeah so how did the mindset transition happen really like
1: i mean was that if, like if i don't go to the gym i'll be called skinny forever <laughs> so <laughs> okay so you just stop caring yeah I because caring. you just want to do what you want to do yeah i just stopped caring and okay yeah
0: that's cool and I
1: guess. if if someone really wants to you, you know really want to Me avoid and, people oh, okay. really want to avoid people and you can go like a bit later at night there's less people if that makes you feel more comfortable like mm. like you can t- t- do that there are, so there's a lot of 24 hour gyms out there mm. okay. and and if if you're really really conscious about your body image start weights at home and you can follow guides there are a lot of at home guides online. And you know, just what you eat and what you what you lift is more important. Mm. Yeah.
0: So. Mm, cool. Um, that's my yeah, test. yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because I feel like your tips are very personal and practical. It is. They are. Yeah. So I think that's very nice. Um, mm. Yeah, and you do that a lot as well. Because but at the start, because at to, the start, yeah. sorry, sorry, to interrupt. Because no, at the start,
1: okay. when you actually want to build muscles. No matter what you do, even if you start with push-ups, you will start to build build muscles. It's something only, will change. Yes, yeah. something will change. It like it's not until at the later stage where you feel like that you've reached a bottleneck that you need a, like a more isolated weight lifting. Mm. Then you can go to the gym or whatever. Mm. But if you want to just you know go to the go to the deep end and make a commitment. I strongly recommend going to go into the gym. It's like going to the library and, st- and study with other people, right? If you mm. go to the gym and work out with other people, you'll feel like, oh, we're all doing the same. Yeah. We're all doing the same, same thing because That's at home, I, I feel taking like... taking classes as yeah, well. Because, yeah, because at home, I do feel like that working out can be quite stressful. Boring? Like, yeah, boring Like yeah. it's more of a word. It doesn't feel right. I just... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you need someone to keep accountable and you need the right environment.
1: You don't even... Even if the gym is empty, you are there for a reason. Right environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like
0: the idea of you should always um, designate your working to a working area. You know, the whole point of... um, The the whole point of having a workplace is that it actually works. It makes working a lot more efficient. Mm. And I have realized that recently (laughs) as well. Um, But I guess one last thing on self-consciousness, I guess, in general, not just for working out. I I think I still want to mention um, great practical tips, but I think I still want to just mention and maybe point point people in the right direction um, the concept of the spotlight effect. Yeah, the spotlight effect. Uh, Yeah, which, you know, uh, cannot really get past when when talking about self-consciousness for anything, really. Like, basically, the spotlight effect is about everyone imagining themselves being put under the spotlight all the time, whatever you're doing, Um, you know, whether it's working out in the gym or um, studying, working, just anything you do, you always feel like people are judging you, people Mm. around are judging you. But the truth is nobody really cares. Nobody nobody gives a damn about what other people are doing. Mm. Um, They're just 100% concentrated on themselves or they're maybe even also suffering from the spotlight effect themselves. So, uh, I ho- hopefully, once you see that, you can stop being as um, mm. conscious about things.
1: And a, like an interesting story. Mm. Remember that we actually went to the first gym at, at Fitness First? Mm-hmm. The receptionist was quite off-putting. So that's why I didn't join the gym.
0: Oh, why Why was he off-putting Like,
1: like he would Like he asked me, what was my goal? I said, I want to put on weight. And he's like, oh, how much do you weigh? I was like, I weigh 55. He was like, only 55?
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So I was like, oh. <laughs> and at my second gym, so the gym that, that I will work out right now. Um,
0: but maybe, okay, I'm not saying um, it's definitely the case. Mm. But I think maybe also at the time...
1: I was more self-conscious. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. like
0: that was something that really... Um, you were uncomfortable sharing mm. at the time. Whereas now, you know, you are certain that you can change yourself. Mm. So um, you're just more comfortable in your own skin.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, bec- but at the second time that I went to the second yeah. gym, yeah. the receptionist was a lot, a lot yeah. more yeah. nicer. Yeah. And she asked me, what was my goal? I was like, I want to put on weight. And it's was like, okay, sure, we can do that. And mm. that's all.
0: Mm, no further question asked (laughs) yes yes okay yeah i also feel the same um the uh, also like very very relatable story for me is that um i really enjoy going to our studio because there are people of all levels and um the instructors and also just every member is just very supportive of each other um we just don't judge we just always encourage and um always you know recognize each other for for putting in the effort and mm. yeah and i mean it's the process that counts you mm. know the goals the numbers it shouldn't matter
1: mm. yeah mm. and i want to add and sorry maybe it's just a sidetrack anything Be- mm. because i go to two trainings mm. for volleyball mm. i go to the monday one which is for, for the university one mm. and the second one is for like a club at north sydney mm-hmm. I enjoy the North City one a lot more Mm. because the people there is like it's like it's all ages Mm. and the skill like the skill level is pretty wide Mm -hmm. someone just starting and there are a lot of pros like even my coaches there Mm. (laughs) and um, so but um, everyone is really supportive on giving tips on Mm. how to improve I actually improved the most at the North Sydney one Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is also like my skill level at that club is considered the higher ones and I feel a lot more confident for example like like my spiking Mm -hmm. I feel a lot more confident going to the court and playing the game Mm -hmm. but when I at the university there's a lot of university students right Mm. And they are a lot less active in terms of sharing because a lot of them know each other. They like they came from the same club. Mm. And so they are a lot more, how do I say competitive. Mm. And the coaches as well, they are a lot more strict and they are a lot more demanding. Mm. And the, But the reason why I keep going into the Sydney one, like the UCID one, is because I learn a lot more there. Mm. There's a difference between the two. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So the ones one that I like train the most, class. Yeah. The
0: other ones like fun,
1: um, I or or say like
0: that. a uh, balance-wise, mm. maybe a uh, usage one is more learning, more classy, like classy, <laughs> yeah. um, and and less like social, you mm. know, training kind of thing. Whereas the um, club one is maybe a more more, there's more social aspect maybe. Um,
1: I'll say that the at the Sydney Uni one, there's a lot more techniques involved mm. because the coaches are a lot more demanding because the like because like the drills that he demands us to, to do is basically like like um professional like, yeah basically yeah and we do them terribly even oh okay. and
0: but do you feel like um maybe. You're you feel like you're learning less because you are less confident there.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So then, why? Mm, so although you get, I guess, the more professional training, mm. why is it more? Why is it still worthwhile if you are not yeah, as because, yeah, enjoying?
1: Because you're playing with a lot, a lot of better people. Okay, and better competitors yes. encourage better play. I'll say that there's a like if you're surrounded by good good players, yeah you're gonna be better, yeah. because the ball that the balls that they hit to you are gonna be a lot difficult to right. return, yeah, and yeah, mm. so the usage one is there's a lot more techniques involved mm. and for the Sydney...
0: for the club one, you feel like you feel you play better, yeah, but okay, that's very interesting because do you think then you can? actually
1: but apply. i want to i want to add that because yeah. i went through the monday one mm. therefore i can play better oh at the okay. thursday one
0: okay 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 so i think that's a nice cycle exactly though. so that's mm. why
1: i have to go to both yeah because
0: and the thursday one will in turn give you i guess the boost of
1: confidence yeah exactly so it, right, like, okay. like if i just go go to the mondays one i will I'll see myself as forever like one of the bad ones,
0: mm.
1: and and on the Thursday one I was like, oh, I'm not too bad,
0: right? Okay, mm. that's very interesting. Okay, mm. oh, hopefully we'll um, talk about this in a couple of weeks time too and <laughs> see how it goes, yeah. how it changes. Okay, so today's main topic <laughs> that we're going to talk about is actually relationships um, yep. and the fact that relationships are complicated. Um, and this topic came from several things. Like it's definitely going to be related to our own experiences being a couple for over five years now. And also, but at the same time, you know, I came up f- with fr- with this topic because I was feeling inspired from several things, um, several uh, internet things that I consumed over the past two weeks. And the first thing is, um, of course, no other than (laughs) a video from Ali Abdul. But this one was actually more of a book review recap Mm. kind of video. And so the book that he introduced here is called How to Not Die Alone by... uh, What is the author name? Yeah, we'll link 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 everything. Um, But anyways, so the, the first part of the video and I think also in the book was a discussion around why dating... Or relationships. Um, we'll focus mainly on romantic relationships and dating here. Mm. Um, but so the first part of the discussion, uh, the book and also Ali's video, um, o- puts an overview of is why it's actually harder nowadays than I guess ever before. Right. Um, yeah. So and the first idea within that um, why dating is hard is the fact of personal. It's to do with personal identity. And so, for example, people in the olden days, maybe, you know, they just um have a single identity uh, because of, you know, how, what their background or what they do as a job. And they date people or they get married um, because maybe more often than not, like family arranged or just what's socially appropriate, you know, uh, or like a kind of like a liaising act you know i need to marry i don't know the farmer's son so then we can join farms or something like that right um (laughs) yeah and but however you know nowadays people are much more individualistic Mm. um, and want to construct their own identity and then the idea around dating and personal identity is that love or like you know finding the person that you love kind of feeds into that identity it becomes a part right, of your personal identity right. and but i think the point here um so first of all like what do you think of yeah that that well comment? there's an
1: old saying that if you want to yeah. judge a man you have to like you just have to judge the man's wife <laughs> right
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> does it work vice versa
1: of course i think it does yeah okay because
0: yeah yeah, yeah it's like they reflect each
1: who other. you are yes exactly
0: yeah. yeah and nowadays because people's personal identities are more complicated um it it's also, like, harder to find the one, I guess. Ooh, but Personal I also identity. read
1: a quote mm. somewhere. I can't remember where. Mm. It, it, it says... I read it in Chinese, but I'll try my best to translate it. Mm. It says, for every unsuccessful woman, mm. there's an always a successful man behind her.
0: Unsuccessful woman? Yep. I thought the quote was, for every successful man, there's always a good woman behind him. Yeah,
1: but the movie... It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the protagonist is called Catherine Watson. I can't remember the movie's name. All right. But we'll, was, we'll find it and put it It under. was a movie talking about a very posh school that's a girl's school. Yep. But the girls there, although they are very academically excellent, mm-hmm. but in turn, their success is measured by if they can get married.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. And
1: one of the teachers is hates the fact that... Um, that what well, that's the philosophy yep. of the school yeah and the and the teacher is played by julia roberts <laughs> okay <laughs> very detailed and um yeah one of the quote is like at this generation in t- like for every unsuccessful woman there are always gonna be a successful man behind her because the woman will always get overshadowed by the man but anyway that's going off the topic mm, because
0: that's interesting yeah yeah
1: so i just i just just popped into my head sorry go
0: on no 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 that's fine um but in terms of personal identity Mm. i think okay so yeah so we pretty so we pretty much agree on that um you know finding your partner finding Mm. your life partner or the um yeah just finding your life partner will become part of your identity but i think it also works vice versa because nowadays people's personal identities are more complex. the problem or like the you know the project the equation to finding the perfect partner also becomes more complicated because you can be so many different things um Mm. you know like for us uh, i can be i have so many different identities i'm a phd student i'm a tutor i'm a um podcaster (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so there are just a lot more opportunities so yeah associated with the complexity of our personal identities um that also adds into the equation of why it's more difficult to find the life partner and then also to do uh, this is okay sidetracking again a little bit but i feel like on the concept on the topic of personal identities i also heard another interesting conversation this week and um this one's more about constructing internet identity or like who you want to show to other people Mm. um and a very important question that the that the um interviewer interviewer with the interviewee is that do you think your audience likes you for who you are or what you do Mm. and as you know an individual do you want others to like you for who you are or what you do And this is a question that I actually asked Tianyu before we did this podcast as well. But I think now we can discuss it more in depth. And so basically, yeah. Do you want to tell me? (laughs) Do you like me I actually don't
1: really get the question. First of all, okay. Yeah. Because in my mind, Mm. it is what you do that makes who you are. I get that Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that wants to create this image and and deliberately do some stuff. Mm. But the act of choosing to deliberately doing that stuff also makes who you are.
0: Mm, I guess. But
1: I think... So, for example, yeah. like a smoker. Um, he is telling other people that I don't smoke. He's trying to quit smoke. Huh? <laughs> no, that doesn't <laughs> make sense. <laughs> <Yeah. Sorry. laughs>
0: um. I'm more confused now. I think I see it, I see it this way. So what we're doing is kind of like the identities that we give ourselves Mm. through work so for example i do research and that makes me a phd student or something Mm. like that you know and okay so let's think of this as maybe me or someone making their tinder profile (laughs) all right and on the tinder profile of course people are going to put down what's their job yep and of course others are going to judge that person based on this right. information Got it. Yep. right so they can then therefore like like them for what they do mm. for the labels that they put on themselves basically okay. you Got know it. the labels to do with what they do but then at the same time the person is um not that completely not mm. completely mm. what they do they also have the inner aspects of themselves, I guess, their actual personality. Their um, personal life. Especially. Yeah, they're yep. different they're different traits. Got like it. um like, you know, maybe at work, mm. so for me personally, maybe when I'm in the lab I am uh more logical, more analytical. Um but at home with you, I'm definitely much more vulnerable and emotional. Mm. You know, so then there's I think there's definitely that kind of two sides to every person Mm. and then so yeah throwing the question at you do you think
1: i still think i still believe that it is what you do that makes who you are
0: it does for Mm. a part and then who you are will also affect what you do Mm. but but the question here really is like do you want to believe
1: other people to like who you are or what you do
0: yeah exactly or do you which one do you believe is the case more like for example uh, because this podcast was more to do with personal identity, yep. the question thrown there was for, um, do you think your audience likes you for what you do or for who you are? Do you think they like you because you're giving them important information because you're educating them on the internet? Or do you think they like you because you're a funny person, you're I a compassionate th- I person, believe, your I, personality? I, that
1: hope, kind of I yeah. hope that you know, the audience or my future students will come to me for what I do but they will like me for who I am.
0: Exactly. I think that's the key. Mm. Like, um, we all get introduced to other people. Like, you know, first impression wise, Mm. what we do is makes part of that impression. It makes maybe a majority part of that Mm. impression. Just like the Tinder profile example. That's just what people see at first glance. Mm. However, you know, as we develop a deeper relationship with anyone, you know, um, I think every person will want to be seen for who they really are and to be liked and loved for who they really are mm. not what they do. Like they can they can be like liking someone for what they do is at very surface level if I put right. it that way. Okay. Yeah. Like if if I put out a publication someone who reads that can like me for doing that but they will never get to know the real me and i want to be liked for who i really am and i want to be basically i want to be accepted for who i really am i think that's okay a part of right. just the human des- inner desire of wanting to be to be so you recognized want to and be
1: liked by your your personal identity instead of the work that you put out
0: mm not for everyone, but if we're talking about a close relationship, a intimate relationship, like love relationship,
2: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: I don't want my partner to, to like
2: you because you put out hundreds of research papers. Exactly. Okay.
0: Not just that. Definitely not. I want to be liked for who I truly am as a, as just a person. Like whether or not I do w- like what I do, um of course, it still matters and plays a part, but because I am the one who's act- actively making decisions that drives what I do, um, I, I just want to be seen like stripped off, stripped, how do I say this? Like stripped off all the outside wrapping or like... Labels or yeah, anything. Labels, just, yeah, labels, okay. yeah, anything. And just the, I get bare, you. I get you. the bare self. And um, to be able to show who I truly am, like hundred percent comfortable, comfortable with my partner is mm, people's. Okay, I get um, you. Yeah, is probably I think what most. I think that you
1: cannot build a healthy relationship relationship without knowing. Without knowing the personal identity of, of your partner. Exactly. And um, for example, like it just makes sense. It's <laughs> the.
0: I think it's. It kind of maybe it feeds into the idea of trust within relationship. If you cannot. Okay. Trust the other person enough You will not be comfortable With, with sharing who you really are Like
1: I think over time underneath. Everyone will get to know Other people
0: I mean Over time Yeah yeah But still you have to trust them And another thing is Okay Another thing is um, Do you do think that this? you like, can
1: get to know Someone without them telling you Who they are
0: What okay. uh,
1: Do you Do you think Like
0: who they truly are
1: do you think that you for can, everything you can know someone like you? You can you can get to know someone without, without them, verbally saying
0: yeah. it. Some some things you can like habits, and like so you lifestyle, but because, not everything. Because
1: because what I'm talking about is also do you think that you can get to know a person just based on their actions? Sometimes that's what that's what they do basically, right? Oh.
0: Yeah, but okay, so then the answer is no. I don't think you can fully know and understand someone okay. without talking about it, like ever talking about it and just judging by their action. Okay. Um, yeah, it actually feeds into another part of this um, Ali's video, of this book summary, like that, and that's about when you are dating, maybe you want to give someone more than just a single chance because sometimes yeah because sometimes you know in if if it's just first date and something that goes off a little bit for you um maybe the person was late for 5 minutes or maybe um the way that they ate something you know they ate too many olives or something i don't know like something just threw you off a little bit and if you instantly kind of deny themselves deny them because of that um then maybe you're missing out like it takes a little while to develop um know. Uh, that's not the right way to put it it's it's more like um giving a person another chance or maybe three chances <laughs> it's like just how do i say this like you 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 eliminate the random errors okay does that make sense
1: i think it's more towards um you're concentrating on the bad things that the person is doing. Yeah. You're not... There's a test where a group of parents go, go, go into the classroom for, for a teacher parents' conference day. Yeah. And the teacher wrote on the board, one plus one equals to two, two plus two equals to four. And on third one, she wrote three plus three equals to nine. Then all the parents said, hey, you did the third one wrong. And the teacher said, um, yes, but why did not you tell me that I did the first two right? Mm. and people concentrate people just go towards like their focus just go towards the bad thing straight away and they always get blinded by other people's good traits Mm. and for example like eating too much olives for example that can be a breaking (laughs) point for you but you might be blinded by the fact that he eats too much olives but he is He's also, also a really a, yeah. a really nice guy that he treats the waiter really nicely and yes. politely and, and all those sort of stuff that gets blinded and you think that is um, that that should be like that should be what he does but no that would be a right. good trait yep. you won't you wouldn't realize that that would be a good trait un- until you meet someone that has a bad trait. Mm. That for that aspect,
0: exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's I think that's a really good point, and it goes for other relationships as well, for mm. friends and, yeah, just general. Uh, give people more chances, guys, <laughs> mm.
1: and appreciate other people's, you know, good side. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, try try to actively seek out the goodness in people. I think you'll find, uh, a lot more people enjoy like a lot more enjoyable experiences with other people.
0: Hmm, and maybe. One step further is like actually recognizing them and saying that out loud. You know, giving them active what's it called positive affirmation. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so important. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> actually. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Um,
0: what? What? I think I told you something over the past few weeks. There's an instance for me that I thought oh, mm. it was very minor, but um, yeah, I got complicated. I got common com.
1: Like a research compliment complimented for you a small that I really thing. liked your thinking
0: yes <laughs> and <laughs> you, for you me, like you
1: really liked that compliment even though yes. f- for the for the person that's that said that to you might just be a just a side thing
0: oh no actually she, she was also a very inspiring inspiring researcher okay. for me but um so that added on to onto, onto mm. the complimenting effect but even without it I still would have enjoyed that compliment a lot because I've always felt like my thinking, like my logical thinking when I try to analyze something, has been improving. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, I just don't know what others think. It just you know that feeling when you th- you know, you kind of know that you're doing okay on something, but you never feel confident about it or mm. comfortable admitting that you think you're good at this because mm. you feel like you need approval from someone else yep. and or maybe someone else that has more a more authoritative
1: voice mm. or something like just, that well just like the last episode of blue period where yes the, where the protagonist cried because someone said you really improved a lot
0: yes and he never um believed in it himself really because mm. maybe he's 80 percent, 90 percent there like maybe he feels like a um on the practical side he, he can see his skills improving but he never wanna put it into those words yep. exactly. Yep. Just on his own. But if someone else gives it to him, mm. it just is really so so <laughs> rewarding. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think yeah. he actually he's actually more happy that he got the compliment than mm-hmm. he actually going going to the mm-hmm. university.
0: Same, yeah. Yeah, but I think at the same time, getting accepted into the art school of his dreams of course, was also a big. I think he was a, like
1: also a bit shocked, like he didn't yes. fully realize what has he achieved. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, just by the response of happiness, I think yes. that, that he was a lot more overwhelmed by yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Someone that he looked up to is yeah. complimenting him, and on also his the
0: getting accepted into uni was just, uh, you know, like just. Was on a piece of paper was just cold numbers Mm. whereas having someone tell you in person Mm. it just feels different yeah
1: yeah Yeah.
0: okay we're getting very (laughs) off topic do you want to add anything?
1: yes like it's also that that the university just look at your final final thing yeah and while the complimenting thing he actually saw the protagonist where he started Mm. and where he got to at Mm. the end so yeah
0: So it's very nice. Mm. (laughs) Um, All right. So the next part of why dating is so hard is about the paradox of choice. Mm. So in social uh, psychology, I think, the paradox of choice is about having too many options is basically just always bad because um, the amount of choice is, I guess, positively correlated with the difficulty of picking the perfect one, the perfect person, the perfect item, just having more choices makes humans uh, less able okay. to okay. to decide okay um, there's a lot of people yeah. that humans are indecisive
1: <laughs> uh yeah humans are, are indecisive But when they but, have but they are, a lot of choices yeah yeah but um I, I i'm kind of people are wanting to pick the perfect partner the perfect partner there is no one that's perfect for you I mean, you are gonna be very lucky if you find a perfect partner straight away. Mm. <laughs> that, that that's you know just just someone just boom happened to appear in your life and happen to to meet all these criteria that that you set for your partner mm. and boom suddenly that her like criteria also fits you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just it, almost too good to be true. It probably it's is definitely <laughs> too good to be true. Yeah, and um, so I wouldn't say a perfect partner exists.
0: Yes, but. People fall into this trap, this paradox of choice, Mm. because, um, like, it's it's just very, it's also, so this is to do with why dating is increasingly difficult in the modern society. Um, and a ah, part right. of
1: it so, so you so so you get exposed to more exactly more people. exactly okay.
0: like b- back in the days you know maybe you're the the marriage arranger just comes in knocking on the door and be like oh hey here's the song from farm one i don't know why i keep coming up with farm tr- farm examples but here's the song of farm one here's farm two here's farm three you can compare you know the land size um what they look like and you know you just you just make a choice there like Three things, A B do you or live C in the fifties. <laughs> uh, no, I think yeah, fifties. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. That's pretty I think that's pretty realistic in the fifties. Yeah. I think that's kinda like what happened to my grandparents. Um but uh, you just made me lost my train of track. Oh, my yeah. My grandparents are like now, it's even worse, you know. Oh like, okay.
1: <laughs> because because my grandma is actually Huizu. Okay. She 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 can Muslim. marriage like yeah, no not Muslim. Like, like Chinese huizu. Muslim. Not really Muslim. Okay, it's like Huezu. and um, she can only marry her, her Hui族, mm. and there happened to only be one guy. That's oh, wow. <laughs> and that's my grandpa, so exactly,
0: exactly. Okay, so basically, not many choices. Yep. Maybe like, uh, fifty, sixty years ago, mm. is which is quite recent if you mm. think about it. Yep. But nowadays, people are exposed to so many things. You know, you can be on so many different dating apps and social groups and yeah you can just if you're really on this mission to try and meet more people and find the one for you then you will be (laughs) exposed to just endless opportunities and that makes it super difficult
1: you get to meet a lot more new people yeah yeah. if you're really
0: in into this seriously just endless opportunities and that makes it super hard okay Mm. and also social media gives you a lot of peer pressure as well it makes you even want to want to raise your bar even higher Because of, you know, all the hashtag goals stuff. Mm. Like, you see, people always want to share the good side of their relationships. And you just keep seeing these perfect couples. And
1: Ah, you're
0: thinking, like, oh, I want that for myself. Yep. And, yeah, that can make people... That's why
1: I hate people, like, the celebrities showing off their, their personal, perfect marriage life.
0: It's not even just celebrities, though. I think nowadays everyone shares... Wang
1: Hong, like... Yeah,
0: cousin else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Influencers, Yeah, yeah. Everyone shares, and mm. it's just inevitable that you're going to want those. And but and and people just always forget that that's only yeah. a tiny slice of their lives. Two percent. Yeah, maybe even <laughs> less. So, yeah, keep that in mind. Keep keep things realistic. Keep goals realistic, guys. <laughs> and um, another aspect, of course, like I think we kind of already hinted about this. Um up to this point but it's the idea that the idea that dating like meeting the life partner being with the right person marrying someone I don't Mm. know is a big decision it's a big life decision and that just adds more uh, difficulties for everything for choosing or for finding someone Um, because so the comment that Ali made was that it can change the trajectory of one's life and i wanted to talk about this from our personal experiences. Okay. like um i think
1: i, I don't like that comment
0: <laughs> yeah okay go ahead yeah i was going to ask you that because i feel yeah. like you're going to be uncomfortable with
1: yeah this. i don't like that it's All going right. like um it's going it's 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 saying that if you get married to this person that you'll follow that trajectory automatically mm, i mean what do you mean like, if you marry the right guy, like, if you, if, you, if you marry the right person, you'll be on a good path.
0: I don't think there is right or wrong here. It's just having the life partner, whether, like, however, whoever they are, it's just going to change your life.
1: It is going it doesn't to change have to be, your life. Exactly. If you, if you don't like the change, you can jump off at any time. What I don't like about comment is that yes, yes, you, like, but you then have to stick to still the end.
0: No, 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 that's not true changing okay. the trajectory we're not changing the end we're not changing trajectory the trajectory
1: is the is like you're following the, path. the pathway until the very end nope
0: no trajectory is just the the line it's a parabola yeah. or I exactly a
1: parabola like a perfect parabola you know the shape that that, that. you know you can oh calculate gosh. the final
0: this is just a <laughs> this is just a saying a tra- like, like a trajectory, trajectory of is life like is, is, like
1: is not a parabola. Ball. You will no, see. No no where no it's no no. Trajectory
0: of life. of life is not like that. Trajectory of life is in all directions. It can be up or down. Okay. Sure. Yeah.
1: Okay. Then yeah. I'll take it back.
0: It's super random. No, no, no. It's just the line okay. Trajectory is here is just used as um, an an equivalent of the path. It's going to change your path, basically. That's it. The uh. path is you don't have to follow it forever. It's not going to be in any certain shape or form. But it's just going to change you
1: your path obviously any ch- any choices that you make even if i pour a water right now it's going to change the pro- like the trajectory of my of yes, my
0: life yes but 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 choosing a life partner is going to change it more than you pouring water or drinking water right now because you're going to spend the majority of your time <laughs> okay I, like this is going to become the person that you spend the most i amount get what of time with.
1: i get what the comment like is are trying to say yeah. I, I just don't like how how how, how worded? Put? How would yeah. you put it then? It's just a choice, just like any other choices in life. No, but how where how you would you live? Where you, how, what, what what are you going to do? What, like, what you want to be? It's just like a.
0: But you wouldn't put it on the same importance rating as other choices, would you? For example. For example, just anything. Uh, choosing what to eat for dinner
1: because you have to eat a lot of dinners.
0: But you only get to choose once. Okay. Um, hmm. but you can still, um, okay. Then, for, what would you say would be on the same important scale as choosing a life partner, choosing some the, the one to marry? Uh,
1: if I want to buy this house or not, for example. <laughs>
2: no
0: no, i feel like choosing the person to be with is so much more important than choosing the house (laughs) it's gonna be
1: more important where you're gonna live your life for example okay fair
0: enough because you're gonna spend the most amount of time there you're putting the equivalence of that then it's also like same as career choice
1: career choice yeah where
0: you spend the most time doing who you spend the most time with but, and where... But you spend- I really
1: don't like the fact that people tr- people make this as a big decision.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, I want to talk about that too. And me too. I agree with that, and actually. The,
1: and, and and how Ali worded that. It, it, it makes it sound like a much bigger choice than it actually is.
0: No, no, no. Um, No, no. I, I think for those who, who actually want marriage, okay? For those who genuinely want marriage for themselves, not because they feel like that's the thing to do, that's the right thing to do, or that's the the path to follow. For those who genuinely want to be married and want to have a family, that kind of thing, this is going to be quite a big decision for them, quite a big choice, finding finding the life partner. However, I think, yes, I agree that the way he worded it made it sound as if everyone should want this trajectory. Everyone should be on this path.
1: No, I don't I, I don't think so. He, he he just said that it's like it's going to change your like your life like your trajectory. And he doesn't say that it's a good ending or a bad ending. He
0: No, 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 no. no. But the fact that he says he says this is going to change your life. This is a big important decision. That only applies to those who actually want this. Okay, sure. Yeah. Like basically what I'm saying is not everyone has to have this. Yep. It's it's not a requirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is what I would call, what I prefer to call, um, like a a preferred object. Okay. Not an object. Object is the wrong word here. But a preferred experience. difference. A preferred experience. Yeah, something sure. like that. Like, it is preferred, generally, because, I don't know, in society and um, just according to people <laughs> who have had the experience of love or long-term relationship or marriage um a lot of people still say like okay it's worth a shot i don't know worth experiencing maybe Mm. um however you know it's not a requirement for life you can still have a wonderful life without it so it's a preferred thing yeah but um not an essential basically that's the key point here um but i actually wanted to talk to talk about how do you think our long-term relationship changed each other like changed Mm. you and me how do you think being with me for over five years has changed you because i know for a fact that having been with you like looking back um Mm. from where i am now to the teenager me (laughs) who was very naive and maybe even stupid um i feel like i have definitely changed is of course it's not only you that's responsible for that change but i do feel like you contributed or at least was did influence me mm. um, to becoming who I am today. Mm. So, for example, um, let's talk about... I'm going to start with maybe the smaller and more obvious ones. And I've also talk to, talked about this with you mm. in the past few weeks and it's to do with my public speaking skills. Yep. Um, I've always been a really shy, introverted person. You know, like in school... If we had essay or test, I always prefer doing essays and tests over mm-hmm. doing presentations. Whereas you are someone who is very comfortable with oral presentations.
1: presentations. Even though I'm an introverted guy, I'm a very shy introverted guy. Yeah. That doesn't equivalent to bad public speaking.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like you sort of even kind of enjoy the spotlight sometimes. I do. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you know, so that kind of aspect did in kind of so first of all, the mindset did inspire me a little bit to encourage me to look at things from a different perspective. Like I don't have to, I think back then I was associating my identity or being an introvert with basically a inability to, to be good at public speaking. And, yeah, being with you made me realize. Okay, that's actually not true. Mm-hmm. I can just prepare more. I can practice more, etc. But also, um, more practically, you also changed my public speak. You also helped me to improve my public speaking skills because you encouraged me to do things related to talking mm-hmm. um, to people. For example, you made me <laughs> a tutor. <laughs> you allowed me. <laughs> you allowed me to be a tutor okay. um, to deliver lessons and kind of be um expecting questions random questions to pop up that i may not have prepared or anticipated things like that Uh, which was i think for me previously one of the most daunting aspects of doing public speaking and presentations just like how people will react and what they will ask that always used to throw me off and another aspect is um you encouraging me to do this podcast and telling me, oh, okay, um, maybe you can try to say less of ums or try to make things more fluent Mm. by just thinking and rearranging your words in your mind a little bit differently and things like that. And I found that very helpful (laughs) Mm. for just organizing my thoughts and becoming better at delivering them verbally Mm. and both of these things just so just more practice and better i guess organizing my but being better at organizing my thoughts helped me to become a better speaker Mm. um for doing scientific presentations and not be as intimidated by random questions from the audience
1: do you do you enjoy the spotlight effect now
0: um i wouldn't say i enjoy the spotlight effect because i am still not over feeling um,
1: when you get a little s- bit when you do a presentation, yeah. how do you feel?
0: Oh, there's actually something that I regarding. Okay, so let's use the example of the presentation I did on Thursday, mm. which was not massive, but um, to to a dis- decently sized audience, I think around thirty forty people, yep. and uh, none of which, well, most of which I have not met before, mm-hmm. and I felt. Okay, first of all, because the topic I was talking about was something that I know very well of. Okay. Um, it's the project that I've been doing for two years now. So I felt prepared. So that definitely helped. But then at the same time, now I find that maybe... Okay, so
1: like, like as a perfect one. Like you're yeah. prepared for the presentation. Yeah. You, like you feel like that you know a lot. Mm. when you When you do the presentation just before when you you started to speak, Mm. how do you feel?
0: Just before I started to speak, I think I felt a little bit nervous, Mm -hmm. but I also felt maybe a bit excited.
1: Okay, that's good. Because that's the point where you feel like that you are not presenting something that you're not uncomfortable with, even though you are very comfortable with. Because for Mm. some people... Even if they are the expert mm. in that mm. in that presentation, for example, like mm. like what 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 she or he or she is about to is about to say, even if they are very expert at it, they wouldn't enjoy it. They wouldn't feel comfortable doing. I
0: feel very daunting. Yeah, the task so, itself. So so okay. the
1: fact that you actually start feeling excited is very very good.
0: Yeah, and part of the reason why I felt maybe excited, or well, maybe I wouldn't say excited, but just um. More eager to share, yeah. Well, that's excited, and okay. (laughs) Uh, It's because I know the audience are good, like supportive, and also because um, I know I want my research to be known. Okay, I want this to be known. I want this to be heard. Uh, maybe I'm not going I'm not the best person to talk about this. Maybe there are better researchers out there who knows much more than me. Mm. Maybe there are people in the audience who are experts. Mm. Um, I still feel like this stuff that I have is too important to not be heard ever. so therefore I have to do this um, even though you know this is not like a super big international conference it's just a little um, university level. Um, conference seminar I guess but still it, I feel like it feels good now to be heard I think I'm at the stage where I want my research to be known and not just quietly oh. put away forever And, <laughs> uh, but then because the reason why I said I'm not quite where I want myself to be mm. is because after the presentation I actually had a little discussion with my friend and mainly uh, I was basically reflecting on how I answered the question uh, so we only had one, we only had the time to answer one question after the talk. And the question was, now that I have a clear perspective, a clearer perspective and um, I guess logic, it's quite apparent that the question was just inviting me to comment more generally based on my understanding and my perspective, yep. how they felt about the, the general area, mm. the general topic. However, um, I still approached this question with the mindset of a student, basically. Mm. I treated as if this was like like my final uh, honest, honest yep. th- seminar where the questions from um, the professors, etc., Marcus, were to kind of challenge... How much you know about this? Um, so, therefore, I felt a lot more withdrawn, like I felt inadequate a bit mm-hmm. to give a straightforward answer regarding this very general inviting your opinion kind of question, okay, okay, so I approached it with the 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 seminar, the seminar mindset. I was like, "Oh, okay, um this is a very interesting question. Um I think. Uh, it's important to be addressed but in our project we focused on a b and c and i think what you're asking still requires further research was basically a summary of what i said however what i could have said like straight after (laughs) i finished my presentation i saw i looked at the question in the chat again and i was like oh i could have just approached it with a more direct answer and said what i really thought about this topic Mm. um and so the question was more about how do you think um, how do i i want to talk about it in more detail but i don't know how to word it in a way that people will get I don't really know the answer to that question because it's, you know, something that's still being investigated. Mm.
1: So you you thought that you could have shared your perspective?
0: Exactly. So the point of them asking that question is like, as an afterthought, I Mm. can see that they asked it because they recognize me as the expert Mm. on this topic they just wanted my opinion mm. on this. Like, what do you think? What are your What is your hypothesis? They're not asking for the definitive answer because they're at a certain time scientific convention, and they know that there is no definitive answer in science. Yep. So that's not what they're looking for. However, I approach it with that thought. Like, oh, like I, I suddenly I just became really withdrawn. and was like. So, like, sorry, I'm not the expert on this. Further research going to be needed. When I could have simply said I believed in this, and um, or, or or I could have said like maybe. Le- a little bit less directly i could have just said um i believe more is still needs to be done however i think this
1: yeah i think that would be a better answer
0: exactly mm. and you know they're just asking for my opinion because i am the speaker i was invited to do this talk
1: mm. and but yeah. i I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't say that your that that your resp- what well, that the response that you gave was a bad one i felt like it was okay
0: <laughs> yeah my friend said the same um and I got encouraged by a postdoc from our lab as well. But, um, okay. I, again, I, this is where I also very much related to the Blue Period protagonist. Because mm. it's like, uh, after he did the exam, he was like, I don't regret what I did, but there's a lot of reflections to be yeah, made. Sure, yeah. So same same concept got here. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. So And okay, so this week you also told me, mm. uh, I was surprised by this, but you said that you think I'm more kind yeah. than you. Um, so I guess this is just like a segue to anything mm. that you think I might have changed about you. Um,
2: <laughs> don't drop my jumper on the floor, please. <laughs> okay, can I put it here? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah, anything you want to talk about regarding this? Why regarding don't you think why?
1: that you're more kind? Why, why do you think that I'm more kind than you?
0: Because you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there is there anything that... You th- is there anything that you think that you are unkind? Or do you think... Okay, so what are some of the things that, that, that you think that I'm kind?
0: Um, like you always treat people with a lot of respect and you're just a nice person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't treat a, 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 everyone with, with a lot of respect? I,
0: I do. Okay, yeah. so I was surprised by the fact that you said you think I am nicer, I'm kinder. Mm. because I felt like maybe we're about equal pretty much equal or sometimes I can maybe I am better at recognizing times when I felt like you're more kind than me because I think you know I kind of just this is who I am so I don't really notice that I'm acting Mm. maybe more kindly I I don't know how to say it does that make sense? okay it's kind of like I don't recognize what I do because this is my baseline Okay. Unless I made a active decision to be super kind that day okay. <laughs> to be 12 out of 10 kind. I'm not uh, saying yeah.
1: that I'm unkind. Okay. But I'm saying that I think that you are more kind that that you are more kind I am. All right. And the reason for that is <laughs> Okay, I don't know. You just give me this vibe. Okay. It probably it's probably going to be the same it's probably the same reason as you like I I don't yeah. recognize that my kindness as mm. much as I recognize yours. Mm. But um
0: but do you think that has changed you in any way? Or like whether or not it's the related to kindness, just anything? Okay, so
1: yeah. I was a much more kinder kid. Oh, okay. I became a lot unkind. What do you
0: mean by unkind? Is it like mean or is it just colder, like less? Colder. Yeah, so sort of yeah, apathetic. Yeah. yeah,
1: because I actually got, I was encouraged to be less kind by my parents, unlike other kids. Because when I was a kid, I I, I was often too kind, and I I, I I often became bullied, and I became a pushover, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my parents will always say that you that that your biggest weakness is that you are too kind to others. You can't, uh, 下很心, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know how to say that in English. It's like um. be more decisive yeah assertive assertive yeah 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 great yeah assertive and <laughs> great <laughs> and i think that since high school i became a lot more decisive and assertive okay and
0: like you only treat people who you really like nicely and i feel like you're very nice to your close friends and maybe um have be- have maybe since we were little have become less or more slow to warm up to others kind
1: of i've always been slower to, to warm up okay and i'm oh, up, but, oh, okay but what yeah. I, yeah. like a great <laughs> like a great example i just i just realized and um it's like whenever when i was young whenever someone actually showed me like politeness or showed me like kind or showed me like a good side i would open everything up to, like to, like to them mm. and i would trust that guy completely
0: yeah yeah i was the same i think that's just called naive <laughs> <laughs>
1: and now i'm 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 more um what do you call conservative in terms of yes yeah, so i'm
0: mature <laughs> <laughs> naiveness yeah, well, okay yeah mm. i get what you mean um
1: oh and also another thing is why i i think that you're more kind of than i am you always see the goodness in people a lot more than i do i do are you, like you do yes you like, for example, like for uh, for for anyone that we meet, you would think that oh, he or oh, she is doing that nice thing. I would be more suspicious on why he or she <laughs> is doing that thing. Evil <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, I was like, are you are you, are doing you to impress for, people? Or yeah, like, okay. are you looking for help or are you looking to get something from me or are you? I would be more judgmental uh, before you think, but. But you would just think, oh that's really really nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That just makes me so dumb and gullible. (laughs)
1: Well well, that's one of the downsides of being kind, but um, no. Okay. Yeah, so that was one of the things, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah.
0: Is there anything else like you think I changed you?
1: Change me. I think that before dating you, I didn't really know how to talk to people. (laughs) Talking Talk to girls, especially, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to talk to the people. Great. But, yeah.
0: Before meeting me, you never talked.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I learned on how to approach girls uh, more, <laughs> more naturally, I
2: would say.
0: Is it because you realize that girls are just the same as Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why did you think they were different previously? Why... Why did you find it difficult to approach girls?
1: I don't know. I didn't find it harder. I I didn't find it hard. Okay, I find it hard, but not harder than... Not the hardest. Like, there are some people that I know is finding it hardest. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: Our friends
0: (laughs) are going to hear this, okay? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) They know who
2: they are.
1: (laughs) Like, it, it, it was hard, but definitely not the hardest thing. All right. But now it's... It's actually a lot more easy. Like I, I wouldn't say it's actually hard. I, I wouldn't say. So it's, it's
0: mostly hard. just the mindset. Yeah,
1: shift. I, I think it's the mindset shift, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I'm not sure, but that thing changed. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I think after dating you, I became a lot more independent.
0: Oh. Mm. You have
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think I haven't? But I would say that I've. Became a lot more independent. Why? More like, decisive on Why I,
0: and why... How? Like, what do you... Like, give give me an example. And also, um, how do you think I played a part in this?
1: So, for example, like, playing volleyball, I just say. Okay. So, for example, like, if I mentioned that to my parents. I mean, like, when I was young, before dating you, mm-hmm. parents are, like, the only persons that really um, gave me advice. Oh, I mean, influence your decisions, yeah. kind of. Okay. And... My mom have this always. I always try to please them. Like the choices oh, that I make, always try to please them. Right. And what you did was one. Do you like the choice or not? And oh,
0: yeah. Okay, <laughs> I do that a lot to people.
1: Yeah, and um, so that was nice. So without, so I, so for example, like camera. For example, like volleyball. Oh wait. A <laughs> 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 oh, is that my
0: doing? Um. Okay, I think it's nice. I but think, I appreciate mm. it, and yeah, um, me too, me too.
1: Because also money is a like is a problem too. When I was young, I have no money, right? I, I have to ask for my parents mm, for money. Of course. And um, but now, if I didn't date you, I'll be a lot more conservative in terms of spending uh, what I have on what I want to do because yeah. I'll be told by my parents on oh, this is something that you should not do. Mm. Like it's like it's not the worthy time spending
0: on
1: but yeah why
0: do you think they say that because i some of the most interesting people i come across are those who actually were um i find that they are more how do i say this it's kind of like they are more of a risk taker but it's not that's not that's not the only thing though i feel like a better way to put it is that they have just being more willing to try different things mm. because people, you never know what your experience is going to be yep. unless you try something yourself, mm. unless you really go through the experience yourself. What others say are going to be based on their experiences and mm. perspective and all those, you know, identity associated stuff, yep. um, bias in those ways. Um, so I feel like those who really know what they're doing and know what they want are those who have. Actually, try different things and rule things out, yep. and found something that they're actually passionate about and want to do and want to pursue long term, etc., etc. So, I think it, for, for my parents, mm-hmm. I
1: think the I think the thing is that they have tried a lot of different things in their young time, and they have fallen to, they have run into a lot of dead dead ends.
0: But I feel like it's because they have run into dead ends that they're able to find. <laughs> They would
1: want me to avoid the dead ends. Of the it's ministry.
0: not able to. D- well, should <laughs> tell them, <laughs>
1: but um, but that's their mindset. I appreciate yeah. it because, you know, taking that taking their advice have gotten me a lot, a lot um, a, a lot of shortcuts in life.
0: Okay, maybe when you were young. Yeah, like, but I think in but as you get older, you have to experience person. some yeah.
1: of the things. But in contrary, they always incur- like encourage me to go out there and get a job. Because that's something that they feel like that I should experience for myself
0: that's that's the thing like that that's that's the same as telling you not to try something. telling you to try something is the same as telling okay, you not to try something. It. They're still mm. just yeah, giving okay, you advice sure. based on their own experience and judgments mm. whereas uh, I'm the one i guess th- that's different I believe
1: do you want me to mm. like do you want to make that choice? would you feel happy doing that thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I don't want you to regret anything and also trying it yourself is a real way to know whether or not it's for you. Yep. Um
1: I'm fully on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so also, volleyball is really for me, to be honest. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you would never have known if you didn't try. Mm. And and it's even more effective for things that you don't want to do. Like maybe maybe some parents tend to do this thing where They tell you not to do something, but then that makes the kid want to do it more. Like, for example, dyeing your hair. Um, uh, So, some parents might not want them to because, you know, based on their own um, perspective, they don't think that's a good thing to try.
1: It is not a good thing to try. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Colin.
0: Okay. But, okay. So, so in saying that, I, I also. Didn't li- didn't like the experience myself, but I know that if my parents tried to tell me, prevent me from doing it forcefully,
1: you, you, you want to even more. Yeah. Okay.
0: What did I want to say regarding that? Because our cat is digging her litter right now, and the sound <laughs> is distracting me from thinking. Oh, what was it? Oh, yes. I was going to say that actually, if they were more encouraging with it, first of all, I feel like if parents are more encouraging and actually are involved with the kid's hobby, that can actually help keep the kids safer and have a better experience um how do i say this like for example if if my kid try wants to dye my dye their hair i don't think it's it's a the best thing to do but if i say no and you know they end up buying i don't know like a five dollar hair dye themselves and bleach everything you know like you might as well do it properly the first time Mm -hmm. and then you truly know whether or not this is for you and if it was you know you never know this may pull some into something actually meaningful and mm-hmm. also um if you never tried it truly maybe some of the things that you shut down as as a no as a lab- label as a dead end mm. maybe like it's just because you didn't do it properly yeah so if you want to do something go for it completely and so what if it if it stuffs up like that's the benefit of the youth <laughs> Yeah, Try it try, try, Live live a messy life While you're young
1: <laughs> Everything you said Except for drugs Okay Yeah yeah of
0: <laughs> what? That's like Off bounds? Uh,
1: yeah. Well that What there could be People okay. listening to us yeah, on, on, okay, on the average Wanting yeah. to drugs Right Drug yeah. is not
0: And what do you think about I think you, you may have Something to share about um, My comment regarding If you want to try something uh, Like Do it the best way possible In your range of whether as long it's financial, as, uh, like or as long
1: as not dangerous. Oh wait, what? Like in, in do your a, financial?
0: Yeah, financial or like just if you want to go try something or okay. try a new hobby or something, like try to do it the best way the first time. Don't kind of like mm. half meet Like I don't know how to say it.
1: Live up with like, the experience. And yeah,
0: yeah. And and in in within your ability, yep. tr- do the best. Go <laughs> go for it in the best way possible. Mm. Um and try not to limit it because you are afraid that this might not work or something because you might be missing out on the good experience because you yep. didn't put enough Effort. in yep. Yeah. The first time.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: I like you had some comments because, you know, you bought a lot of stuff for your <laughs> hobbies. Maybe not all of them went through but yep. it was still I worthwhile, out. I think.
1: <laughs> I mean that term. When you first starting out. You tend to be very excited and buy a lot of stuff, but in the end, there isn't too much that you need.
0: Mm. But you don't know that until you try it. Yes, it, it really depends on your experience. Yes, and my point is that you can always make up for it, even if it doesn't work out. Mm. Yeah. So for for
1: example, mm. like for volleyball, I didn't really need a, a knee pad until I, I know, like I scratched my knee, right?
0: And also, for example, with your um photography journey like yep. you didn't really need the fancy lens yep. the, but that's for you like maybe someone who maybe they could have done the exact same thing as you and they they fell in love and went very professional and ended up using that a lot and you know actually needing the fancy lens for example that could be completely different for another mm. person but for your personal experience maybe you didn't actually need it and um but you can still make up for it by selling it or mm. by you know just just changing you can always uh, change the future. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. Right. Don't be afraid to jump I in. I also
1: remi- remembered a quote from Han Ha Not mm. Han Gen. Han Han. Okay. Han Han. Yeah. His, his quote is saying that um, there are people that think that if you buy this brand over that brand, you, they will think that you are better than them. So, for example, if there is a $100 with a price tag Mm-mm. and with a $10 one, mm. Like that. If you think like it's very wrong to think if you buy the hundred dollar one, you'll be better than the what the ten dollar one. Mm-hmm. And if you are really struggling with financially, even if you're not struggling financially, spending twenty percent on the things that that you want is mm-hmm. more than enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think okay. that's a really re- realistic goal. okay range yeah, to range set for yeah.
0: people. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, fair enough. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, wait, what was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, it just came to my mind.
0: I feel like, although I kind of agree with you for disagreeing with the trajectory of life kind of stuff, like a huge thing, maybe for everyone, uh, blah, blah, blah. But I do also see that having just been with you for five years, five, six years, I did change a lot because of you, basically. And mm. so, yeah, I could see that if this is. This this is long-term life partner kind of thing. Mm. It does defi- It is definitely a big life mm. decision to make. Of course. Mm. Um, so therefore, the book, How to Not Die Alone, uh, of course, the next part is about giving tips for people on how to not die alone. And the first one is to do with knowing your blinds- blind spot. And it's to do with the idea that people generally fall into some major categories as partners or, you know, lovers. And there's, firstly, there's the romanticizer. And that's the category of people who believes that love is magical and there should be sparks in the air where you meet the perfect one, love at first sight, and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to ask you, like, how do you think about that? How Do you think love, so what ridiculous. do you think love is? <laughs> like, do you think it's magical?
1: No i think it's just chemistry <laughs> yeah it's basically chemistry come on almost <laughs> yeah it's basically hormones mm.
0: but did you ever feel something different when we first met no <laughs> <laughs> i thought you told me a different answer before like I you said kn- I, know I look familiar or something
1: you, you look familiar yes that's all
0: <laughs> but but how can someone look familiar when you've never met them before
1: i don't know you just look familiar
0: <laughs> yeah so isn't that something weird I don't know. Because for me, I I felt like... Oh, this is going to be so cringe. But... <laughs> 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 okay, but I said I'm going to be honest. so um,
2: <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know this, because I told you okay. before. So basically, I for me, I met you for the first time in our Year 11 geography class. And <laughs> he was sitting in the row in front of me. And he was wearing... The school uniform, which was like just a white shirt on top of some navy pants and, it was grey no, pants. Yeah, sorry, yeah, grey <laughs> pants. Navy was the shorts. Um, you know, in in Australia we st- we start school in summer, so yep. most people wear shorts that which are navy. But Tiang Yu always wears long pants, mm. <laughs> and. He so and he was also wearing a long sleeve. You also wear you always wear long sleeve shirts as and well roll,
1: and roll the sleeves up.
0: Roll the sleeves up, mm. uh, up to the elbows. Yep. And he was sitting in front of me in that classroom. It was a good weather day, oh gosh. <laughs> and the uh, I don't know, sunlight was shiny and stuff. Ah <laughs> and, and I don't know, he just looked clean. <laughs> 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 no, not that everyone else was dirty but he was just like well dressed i guess and okay. you know. because
1: i thought that the shorts and the t-shirts of the school uniform was really ugly
0: <laughs> um
1: <laughs> that's all
0: yeah but you, your shirt was also like ironed, oh, whereas right. most yeah, okay. people in high school doesn't care to right. do that right. and also like you actually did your hair which most boys in high school don't do that. <laughs> and okay. okay, that
1: part, yeah. like would you say just that part is very is all my dad. What do like, you mean? He influenced he like he influenced me on that part of like as like aspect a lot.
0: Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was talking about okay. just first impression. Yeah, I'm just, of
1: a I'm like a, I'm just telling you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice
0: no. Thanks, uncle. But um, yeah, my point is like yeah, it was for me. That first look was kind of, I don't know, maybe like 0.8 times speed. <laughs> okay, sure. That's it. I mean, no more comment on this. <laughs> oh! <laughs> okay, next next category are the hesitators. And these mm. are the people who feel like they're not ready for a serious relationship. Mm. Um, they feel like they need to be established first, uh, career-wise, whatever, and in order to have a good relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that's maybe you. Really, in a way, yeah. I um, mean, in terms of tra- how how they choose a partner, the first one believes yes. It I has think
1: to be like, I'll i yes, yes, yeah, yes. I am.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think you're more of a hesitator. Yeah, and if this was me um, dating now, like trying to find someone now, I would I would say I would emphasize the most with the third category, which are the maximizers, and I think a lot of people are the maximizers, and these are the people who. Uh, recognizes that this is an important decision. They don't want to.
1: Yep, go on. Attempting
0: <laughs> oh, this lightly, and thus they basically want to make the best choice. Want to okay. maximize. Okay. I think I'll be the functionality.
1: I'll be a mix between two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
0: so too. Um, but I would not be a hesitator. So I'll I would a lean more towards the maximizing. I'll be a hesitator. <laughs> okay. Um. And so this part is about knowing how your dating traits mm. sets you up for some blind spots. Um, so, you know, you could be missing things because of this inherent um, like how do I say this? Leaning into one of these categories like for example the maximizers maybe because that you are too focused on making the perfect choice that you ignore some of the great choices out there um, that could develop into the perfect partner Mm. as such or if you're the hesitator you know maybe you miss out on the right time or you think is the right time and yeah you you can just miss out on a great relationship that way and also if you're romanticizers then um
2: keep on dreaming (laughs) (laughs) oh no it's
0: more like um maybe some some things uh sometimes you need to have some more realistic goals i think and we're going to talk about
1: all the romanticizers end up feeling down and settle for less
0: yeah i want to talk about wait what do you mean and end up feeling down like how many romanticizers have you met and
1: no like from the tv shows i know, I know that's a very <laughs> that's a very bad
2: um okay reference but
0: yeah yeah so that's i think to do with um uh, setting goals setting not not goals what's it called expectations mm. um we're gonna get to that but firstly i think the most mm, relatable part the most relatable trait, are the maximizers So the book basically argues that instead of maximizers, try to be satisfizers. And satisfizers are like, be satisfied with a great choice. Um, And also that this key distinction between maximizers and satisfizers, according to this quote, is that maximizers make good decisions and end up feeling bad about them. Satisfizers make good decisions and end up feeling good. So it's about um, kind of balancing Sort of balancing in the middle, um, like you, you definitely, oh, how do I? Say? I kind of want to say that there is no such thing as a perfect partner.
1: There is no such thing as perfect. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, so, it is true.
0: And not as in, um,
1: your perfect partner will not see you as a perfect partner.
0: Mm, that's a bit. Ah, I don't know how to word this, but because. Okay, so in terms of personal goals and aspirations, maybe there is a personal, uh, sorry, maybe there is a perfect goal to look up to, a perfect place where you want to be as such. Okay, Mm. but for a relationship, so interacting and, you know, building a relationship with another human being is not going to be solely everything is just going to change because of this interaction and humans are unpredictable and the relationship involving more than one person that is just never going to work out the way that you think it it is going to be because it's unpredictable if that makes sense like you can't have a perfect vision and have everything match that kind of thing so that is why there is no such thing as a perfect partner or however you guys can grow together and have a great relationship and work towards the perfect relationship mm. Mm.
1: What I think is for example like it's not I, I actually don't agree with that mm, Okay. like not in terms of you shouldn't be satisfied mm. I agree with that like completely it's almost like um, the book is trying to describe the traits in terms like 0 to 10 like, you should be satisfied with just oh, an Oh, with an 8 out of 10. Yeah, but that's not the case for someone who has a tray on it. It's either he has or he hasn't, right?
0: Um, what, if, what if, for example, you have 10 boxes and he takes 8 of them, but you feel like he needs to max out the scale and therefore you move on to the next and no, keep no, looking? Like, what
1: I mean by that is, like, for example, uh, if I were to pick a girl girlfriend, I want her to be very pretty, for example, mm-hmm. okay? you like you meet that if you meet this okay pretty not the really because (laughs) you can rate the prettiness yeah for for example like kind okay it's like it's really if she is kind or she's not kind there is not really in between if you know what i mean okay you can't be like eight Oh, out of eight out of (laughs) ten kind, right? It's only like like if you're kind on or or you're not kind. Okay,
0: but what I mean by ticking the boxes is like you have maybe eight traits that you look for in some person. Maybe it's like kindness, um, good sense of humor. I don't know, have a degree in law, like blah blah That's, blah. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. No, like you make up your own yep. uh scale mm. for the Quite perfect for the quote unquote mm. perfect partner. And on this scale, each time they take a box, they get scored for that. Okay. So eight out of ten is like ticking eight boxes, something mm. like that. Um and you know, satisfiers are those who just make a good decision, settle for a great person and then Yeah, just try and... Because you will always change and grow and hopefully your partner is also someone who can change and grow with you. And Mm -hmm. this actually brings... um, Let's discuss the traits in a good partner. Um, So in several books that uh, Ali summarized in his video, he mentioned that there are two... There are, of course, obviously... uh, lots of different uh, ideal traits in a life partner Mm. but there are two key ones that i guess keeps coming up in Mm. literature in books and they are number one being emotionally stable and number two uh kind so emotionally stable i guess you can group them together Mm. so like personality traits and then there are also uh the growth mindset which we touched upon you know believing that we can change and grow better together yeah and also um the third one is look for someone who can fight well so someone who doesn't let emotion overtake the logic of the conversation or the argument um who can yeah just have a nice conversation and try to solve problems together instead of being like very Mm. overpowered by emotion and Mm. that kind of thing okay any comments you want to make here or like, what I else? I think the third
1: one is pretty important.
0: Yeah, look for a good fighter, and also becoming a good fighter yourself. Mm. Mm.
1: Because what I find is that previously, like two or three years ago, you weren't such a great fighter.
3: Good. Thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now that you're like, but like we never remind fought me. a lot. Okay? No, like for, not in terms of fighting. Just like a general discussion, oh, yes. you would okay. you would very easily get emo- get emotional, mm. and that was very hard to communicate with. <laughs> yes, and I was like, I'm not trying to upset you or anything. We're just yes. having a conversation, exchanging ideas. But you, maybe you get frustrated with me, and maybe no, no,
0: no. I think I was uh at the time just very uncomfortable taking on the other perspective or yeah. like for example I, I remember yeah.
1: like the argument that we had what like oh, you really? said <laughs> oops this is like, embarrassing yeah, no, you, like, I, like you were very like you feel very strongly against on um, why women's pants pockets should should be more deeper?
0: <laughs> Why is that something we argue? About? <laughs> and
1: and I, and I was like, yes, you can make the
2: woman pants pocket go deeper. We don't really care. You'll be like, no, it's because of the males who are the dominating ones and want to the, want to make
1: the pockets. The
0: topic, okay, the topic doesn't matter. Just
1: yeah, but you were very frustrated with yeah, yeah. with me saying that y- you think that I can't see your perspective. Yes, okay. But I could see your perspective. I don't think it's the right perspective. <laughs> <laughs> but you
2: actually cried and I was like, oh don't cry. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I agree. Um I admit like maybe that kind of mm. um how does I say like moho happened a lot early on.
1: Um shaping of <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: shaping of each other. Kind of, kind of, it's, yeah, like, it's like shaping into into each other's
1: like your interaction become more smoothly
0: yeah but it also happens as a result of personal growth mm. yeah definitely
1: mm. so hopefully now if you have a have a
2: discussion or, or like a debate with me you don't cry yeah, yeah yeah just like the book and movies one you didn't cry good <laughs>
0: <laughs> please don't listen to it guys i think that was our worst episode so far uh, but anyways like what do you think uh, some other traits
1: that mm, I think I think for a long. Stable, this is for a long term. I think right? emotionally okay. stable is one of the yes. like the like a pivotal. Yes. Ones. If yes. you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, where where you don't feel down Strained. or stressed. Strained. Yeah. yeah, and um, like yeah. Yeah, that, that's and a very it's, important one.
0: Yeah, sorry for cutting in, but I think being emotionally stable is just. A very important skill for adults to have in general mm. um and you know this is this is a podcast about sharing our experiences in early adulthood so um maybe so maybe we'll talk about this again sometime but i just find being with people who are emotionally stable mm. um just so much better and it's yep. just such an important skill for, to have as an adult yep. it makes social interactions a lot more effective mm. and
1: and yeah. those that are emotionally unstable tend not to show their un- un- emotional unstability in front of friends, but they will show it to their partners.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, not necessarily friends, but like to to co-workers yeah. and acquaintances, yeah. kind of things. Okay. And yeah. and they lash out. Yeah. Mm. Okay, my dad's like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I really disliked about him especially growing up Mm. um he would basically show his worst side to my mom and his parents Mm. and
1: yeah my dad is kind of like that too but my like my dad has a very bad temper Mm. my mom will actually call him out why do you show the best side to your friends but not show Mm. the best ones to to your family like you would be a great friend but you wouldn't be a great family member
0: yes oh okay yeah that's so important, but mm. why? I I still kind of don't understand why they do that.
1: I don't know. I I think it's just that um, I don't know.
0: Is it because they feel like family members wouldn't leave them even if they?
1: Yeah, family members are more um,
0: stable. Like they're not going to.
1: The word is not coming out. Hold on. The forgiving, in terms oh. of you showing that in that 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 bare emotional side.
0: Doesn't that doesn't mean they should be more forgiving?
1: Yeah, I mean. Well, I think that's good. That's them. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
3: But yeah.
1: adding on to the traits, I think that um another part is a very Chinese saying it's called sanguan mm. Is I I I, I was I, I was just trying to count counter like count on what the sanguan are. That what well, there's the value of money, yep. there is the value of life, mm. and there is also a value I can't recall world views life
0: views, views yeah. money views value I views
1: I don't know what it means by world views, but in terms of my money views and your life views I think that's that's pretty important it's mm. like on um, what you think is appropriate on what you should spend your money on mm. I think money also is like is a very big part even though oh it's
0: t- actually not just what's spend like spending money it's mm. also um like what humans should value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. And adding to that, I think that how much money you have also kind of will impact on how you make a decision to for picking a partner.
0: How much money you have or how much they have or they make?
1: How much money do you... Comparatively.
0: Oh. Mm. So you're talking about being financially compatible?
1: Yes. Why I do you think, think that is? I think... I think that if others tell you that financial it does not play a part in a relationship I think that's all fairy tale I think if you actually became married like if you're looking for a serious serious relationship if you're looking to spending time like living together I think financial wise you have to become compatible I mean otherwise there would just be a a lot of yeah or at least be able, to,
0: yeah, be able to get to the point where you agree with yes, each other's values. Yes. Otherwise, Otherwise, you're yes, not going to yes, have yes. a great time. Yeah, I agree.
1: And um, for example, like a very rich person dating a very poor person.
0: Um, It's not necessarily to do with w- what they are f- fundamentally. It's more like w- how they value things, basically. Mm. They have to be able to value things in the same way or a similar way yeah. um, and agree on the values of things rather than yeah
1: i think that's a lot of i think that's one of the aspects where the western da- the dating books don't really touch upon but in the in, in mm. like 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 in chinese like in chinese books where dating is you know like there are t- there are different dating shows the financial is a very big part and i agree
0: um i think the value of things doesn't really get singled out in philosophy um so the philosophy of i don't know maybe like just how to live better i think philosophy by definition is okay i could be wrong i'm gonna check double check this now Mm. so philosophy is the study of fundamental nature of of the fundamental nature of knowledge reality and existence especially when considered as an academic discipline okay that's not important but basically it's the the theory that acts as a guide for living a better life you yep. could say in general and mm. that involves all the three views that yep. you were trying to Absolutely. say yep. so because the worldview is about uh, like the orientation of an individual or society in the in the whole mm. whole world like their point of view kind of and then value is what's important in life kind of and yep. how much value you attribute to different things mm. um Yeah, and then they all kind of come together to form how we should live. Mm. And yeah, so I guess things are just like kind of encompassed into Mm. one overarching thing. Um, mm, Like although they don't maybe directly talk about money, because I feel like that's kind of like an uncomfortable topic to openly discuss. Whereas where it should in chinese culture it's openly discussed in the context of introducing people like, yeah. like the older generation i kind. think
1: uh, i think a lot of bear now <laughs> i think it's a lot more bear now where you know on your dating app in china at least you like your will show sure how do like, you know
0: that <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see the face <laughs> and stuff oh, okay. like you Fine. see that um that you have houses, you have cars. That's a, like essential if you want to get married in China.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Great. Yeah. Um, okay. But what about in terms of just the traits of personal, a person? Personal, personal okay. Yeah, we did talk about so their overall philosophy yep. and have to be agreeable and stuff. Mm. Mm, I think it's very important for a partner to... How do I say this? Like...
1: Okay, I think that mm-hmm. the book is really trying to say is that you shouldn't, um, like you shouldn't place appearance as one of the traits. Uh, <laughs> right.
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. It, this is like appearance. no, no, no. Oh, no, this is like a summary of some of the traits okay. that Ali okay. pulled, and right. I think also from other books as well. But, w- but um, these are like recommendations for good traits to look for, mm. uh, for finding a long time partner. Mm. So, it's not saying that you should ignore the rest. Mm. This is just a recommendation for something you should pay attention to mm. um in maybe in addition, or kind of like check your check your uh checklist mm. and see if they're there already. If they're not, you should probably consider adding them in kind of thing. yep um
1: when I was young, mm. my mom and dad always tell me that in the future, when I have a wife, I should pick a wife that is doesn't have to be pretty. But has to be kind to me, (laughs) and um, and um, because when I was young, I would really like I I I would really like hang out with like big sisters that are really pretty
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> honestly on this podcast it's not overlooked guys
1: <laughs> yeah and my mom and i will always think that oh no my <laughs> oh okay. my they were worried just, for
0: you for your standards yeah
1: f- like just if someone is pretty
3: and you'll be lured there. into yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: and they would just <laughs> say you your wife doesn't have to be
2: pretty and blah blah blah. oh okay
0: that's just them trying to teach you to appreciate other things mm. yeah it's mm. okay um but i think for most people appearance still plays a big part absolutely yeah and i'm not ashamed of admitting that i put it quite high up on my scale too Mm. but yeah like a high weighting yeah (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah well the whole point of um attraction like maybe biological and chemically is you want to pick the partners that's going to give you offsprings that have survival well yes sure okay if you
2: want to go to the science of it yes come on yes it is yes it is
0: and if you want to and if you want to give your offspring the best chance of keep reproducing then yeah you give them the best looks Mm -hmm. it's just a powerful weapon Um, but we can talk about looks in other contexts and Mm. yeah it's worth a discussion anyways and okay but we're nearly at the end um so ah, uh, there was something that came up in our conversation that I thought was a good segue, but then we kind of got <laughs> sidetracked into okay. talking other things. That's okay. Keep going. Um, but it is. I guess it's also having to do with. Oh no, no, no! What's the part that you were like, um, like ten dollars versus a hundred dollars or something, like the the hobby wise, like.
1: Okay.
0: What did you say about that again? So you said, um
1: you should spend 20 percent of your income on the things that you want to do oh
0: okay how about i just start over for this um so for the last little bit i guess as a kind of like a reflective exercise for myself i don't know i maybe a couple months ago or maybe it was it started around lockdown period i was starting to feel like i was depend too dependent on you mm-hmm. um yeah. It wasn't okay, maybe it's not very specific for this lockdown, but I know that there's definitely instances in our relationship over the last yes. six years or so that I was like telling you was the one that I went to for everything. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, now I just see it could be a very draining thing for it you. It is. It mm. was. Yeah.
1: I, I I was really, really stressed. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now.
0: Why were you stressed?
1: For example, like I, I don't know, it, it's like, just...
0: Like, I understand, I just wanted to hear first your First of all, you have to like, be physically be there, mm.
1: and if I haven't been physically be there for you all the time that mm. all the time, all the time that you need, mm. then you will become emotionally unstable. <laughs> 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 and you, but
0: hey, here is here goes to show that, you know, have a growth mindset. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and it's also emotionally quite um, stressful as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: of course, of course.
1: And I couldn't and you're
0: very on edge yes like you feel like you just always had to be ready to catch me yeah. almost like if yeah. i fall
1: and yeah that was very very stressful at that time mm, mm. it was i remember it was it, it, it was in the f- first year of university mm. i was really really stressed
0: Mm. I didn't I think, know
1: that I was stressed well that's, well that's the worst part
0: yeah I think so too yeah. it's only after that you it's kind of like your working out experience like yeah. the first time you were working out you didn't really know you were doing it wrong until you physically found the pain afterwards mm. um, but I wanted to talk about being too dependent on a long time partner and actually maybe recognizing and dele- delegating um Some different needs for that you that you maybe are dependent on your romantic relationship for, as like kind of like modules for other people or other relationships in your life. Um,
1: I I remember a quote from from someone I can't remember who, but it was like it was a it was a female actress. She asked my like she asked her dad Mm -hmm. on on whether to whether this guy is the right person to to marry. Mm-hmm. And the father said, um, when I married your mother, I asked myself, can I live w- without her? And if the answer is you can live without her, then she is the one to marry. Oh, if, you, like, yes. if you can't live without her, then you don't love her of who she is, but you are dependent on, on the person. You can't live without her.
0: Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, this just makes me feel like... Because um, I was actually like we are actually coming up to the part where i kind of put a um economical concept into explaining romantic relationships but this also reminds me again that economical concepts can be applied into rela- r- romantic relationships very well mm. cuz this is also the idea of like building a company you should never uh be so dependent on a particular worker that you cannot oh, of course yeah, yeah that yeah. you cannot um mm. be without them the company cannot run without yep. them you should never give them that much Power, Power mm. yeah, and autonomy. Um, uh, but regarding, you know, delegating different needs and needs for other people, mm. like some very simple examples are um, like if you need someone to eat with or to shop with, to explore different hobbies with, um, I understand, I really, really do understand that you want to explore these things with. Your partner, the one that you're closest with and most comfortable with, maybe they're also probably your best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, But however, you know, it's still very possible to have them with other people and delegate them as tasks for other people. And you might even find it more interesting Mm -hmm. um, to have a variety of different people and relationships in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, it's just very good like from my personal experience, it was very good to be quite, make those decisions and choices actively and be very, I guess, intentional about it. Um, Mm. You know, taking control um, and just sharing different experiences with other people was also quite rewarding and nice. Mm. Um, Very wholesome end point to that. And now I'm going to talk about maybe the, the, I would say like the little, Worse aspect of being too dependent on someone mm. um, on your relationship mm. and that is the second economical concept that i wanted to bring up um so it's the concept of diminishing returns have you yeah. heard of it have yes. you heard of it um, so for example like
1: yeah if if you are really thirsty mm. if you use five dollars to buy a coke mm. then the rewards that you get from the five dollar like for, for the first can of coke mm. would be very very high mm. but if you use but if you see another can of coke you are willing to pay less mm. because you already had the first can already yeah and it's just gonna diminish like yeah
0: yeah um another way to put it is like the can of the first can of coke gives you the most amount of satisfaction yeah. whereas for every subsequent one as a number increases, mm-hmm. you're just going to get less and less increase in actually the amount of happiness. Okay. And the same thing actually kind of applies to human nature, um, whereby like in love, in a relationship, as the more that you put, the more input kind of, the less increase in happiness over the long time. Like it kind of plateaus, if that makes sense. Initially, mm-hmm. when you're First, you know, meeting this person, uh, meeting your partner. <laughs> partner sounds a bit too serious for, for a first meeting, but anyways, you know what Boyfriend I mean? Boyfriend or girlfriend. Yes, yeah. yeah. You, you were like pa- passionately in love with each other for the first, you know, couple weeks or months mm. or year. Um, it just... The amount of joy and satisfaction was very, very great for mm. the initial period. Uh, but the longer you are with each other, mm, maybe... Of Things course, you are, are still down. So yeah, yeah. Of course, you are still going to be happy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be together anymore. Mm. But the increase in happiness, you know, maybe the first meal that I had with Tiang Yu Oh, it was so great, such a new exciting experience. And then we had maybe had a really bad first date. We can talk about that another time. We're just using it as an example okay, here. Sure. But maybe you know, the the 20th meal together, the 50th meal, the 100th meal, like compared to that initial increase is not going to be as um exas, that exas- what's the word? Exacerbated or something? Like super exciting. The Okay. Yeah. Like the f- the 500th date is not going to be super exciting. Mm. Um, uh, Yeah. So, so fundamentally, like humans just can't be physically, can't be passionately in love forever. Okay. Passionately be in like a romantic kind of love. Mm. Of course you love kind of blends into a bit of familial, like family love Mm. and also um, a lot of responsibility Mm. and just caring for each other in general and just, the experiences that you share, like all of that encompasses this very complex long-term relationship that you have with the person. But humans are just fundamentally not actually that capable of being 100% passionate for that long. It um, will just be exposed to the diminishing effect. Mm. And um, so because of that, like socially or societally, the one-to-one marriage, you can even see it as kind of like a working against human nature, because it kind of demands that you have to be yeah. loyal and a hundred percent for this person. So there's something
1: called the seven-year itch, right? <laughs> I
0: mean, oh, are you are you looking forward to it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's the seven. It was the seventh? I think it's for marriage, especially. Yeah, I guess. Uh. But
0: it doesn't matter how many years. It's just like. For after you've been, do you want to explain? Just like, it's like for a um, long time,
1: like if you've been in a relationship that the seventh year, it, it doesn't it have dis- to
0: be the seventh, but just like for yeah, quite a long time. Together. It just happened
1: to be that you know there is you lose some, interest, a little yeah, bit like you lose almost. interest, yeah, or there is someone better or more interesting showed up, mm. and you decide to end the relationship. Stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> um
1: or there's a fight that just can't be handled between mm, people but
0: yeah yeah like some cracks in the relationship mm. um but i feel like even though this is the shady side it's still a shady reason to not be too dependent on someone be- Absolutely. yeah because you know if if it's 100% if you can't Physically, can't live with that person, live without that person. Um, it's just not healthy for you or for them. We kind of share both perspectives. Yep, yeah. Any other things you want to say about this? Mm, That's all. Um, yeah. Oh, um, what about like what if so? What if we come up to our seven year itch and there's something, a problem Mm. that we're gonna face? Like, how do you think, um, how to approach it?
1: It depends on what kind of problem. <coughs> I know, That's I know. It.
0: But I mean the general mindset. Like, if okay, we want so if to be together. if there's a conflict, yeah.
1: um, I think we are pretty good at resolving co- conflicts and openly talk about mm. what we don't like about mm. things. We have become we... better fighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, if there's like, for example, if there's a temptation out there, someone you know hotter than me or someone hotter than you that Mm. showed up and i think it's more for are you a responsible person and yeah responsibility is a big part as well
0: Mm. for me maybe an even more practical aspect is just uh maybe okay this isn't a bad thing if you're actually with a toxic person if you're actually in a toxic relationship but If you're not, if you're in a good, happy, healthy relationship, Mm. um, a good reminder, I guess, is just how much you guys have been through together and how much effort that you have Mm. put into building this thing together. Mm. Oh, and another point from the video and the book is... um, that it's always better to be deciders rather than sliders. So sliders are people who kind of just slide into the next stage of their relationship or next stage of their life. Like, oh we've been together for long enough, let's make it official. Oh, we've been girlfriend, boyfriends for long enough, let's um get engaged. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they kind of just slide into the next part without really acknowledging and actively making the decision together and talking about it that kind of thing mm. whereas deciders are the ones who have i guess more autonomy have uh, think things through properly have the conversations etc and yeah i feel like we have been deciders
1: <laughs> mm, i think we haven't reached that part where 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 we have been oh, oh, deciders
0: oh but for example um um i mean like uh, maybe maybe not in terms of next stage of relationship, but more like we are very open to conversing to each other about making big decisions together. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I think that's important. Mm.
1: And also another thing, how how do you feel about people like Ali that's treating dating as like a mission? M- more uh, less of a mission, but more uh, trying to maximize dating and mm. trying to see if the strategies or like the hacks for dating
3: mm. what
1: do you view on that because previously i really hated the fact mm. that people um treat dating as like a skill yeah but um
0: like it should be experience. yeah it and should lived. be experience, yeah, yeah,
1: and um yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't like you can't teach that on books it feels like almost mm. feel like mm. but um although a lot of points are like 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 that you like that you mentioned Mm. a lot of the points that that you mentioned um although they are like yeah seems just normal to me Mm. but i think it's just me that's pretty lucky to have parents that have educated me well Mm. on you know what are the good traits to look into a partner yeah and but for people who need a general guide on yeah exactly like a summary like a dating hack i think it's pretty helpful Mm. so i changed my mind a little about Mm. learning (laughs) dating in books Mm. uh i still believe that um the real experience needs to be lived yes absolutely yeah you can't learn anything like like you can't learn you can only learn about 20 to 30 percent like in books
0: Mm. yeah Mm. Um, yeah, because that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because we can share some of our kind of real experiences. yes yeah. and dating
1: is really, really personal. Yes. And yes. what the...
0: You have to try it to see. Yeah, you have
1: to try to like. see if it fits you. Mm. And you can't really say, is the person right for me unless you try it with them. Yes.
0: Mm. Yeah. But my take on learning about the theory before practicing... <laughs> yep. uh, I lean towards more supportive for uh, learning the theory first before Mm -hmm. trying stuff. Because I think, first of all, it just gives you the good foundation. Like you said, um, the groundwork for every individual is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, some people, maybe they're, I wouldn't say they're naturals, but they're like, they've just had that information available to -hmm. them somehow, whereas others may not. And, um, it's never, uh, how do I say this? Like, it's no harm to have that set of theoretical skills yep. to to compare yourself to or to compare, like, as, to use as general guidance mm. for actually doing the practical side for, um, um, yeah, for the real game, <laughs> I guess. Mm. So, yeah, I think starting off, ha, put, making sure it's in your toolkit, it's not, it can't be harmful. I think yeah.
1: treat it as a reference yes 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 but
0: yeah. not be not not treated like a
1: textbook yeah, like a, like law. a bible <laughs> like a law yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah.
0: yeah you you have to learn to adapt basically mm. yeah um but i think most of the these good books out there good resources out there are actually tell you that as well um mm. they tell you that like you need to be able to integrate this into your situations and not really like do like a one-to-one
1: why do you replicate? think some people find it hard to date or to find a, a relationship or <laughs>
0: that's a hard question like it really i depends, think it's I, I think
1: it? do you think that there are more guys out there finding harder to talk to girls than girls harder to talk to guys
0: mm, i will say it's the same
1: are you all saying the same yeah okay because maybe maybe I, i'm I, I just know more guys yeah, that exactly that's that or that's more scared to talk to girls exactly than, yeah. but
0: actually I think there are just equal amount of girls okay, who are also sure. scared. Why can't they be, right? Mm. Um it is it could be intimidating. And it not even like um not even just in heterosexual relationships. I think love falling in love makes you vulnerable and therefore it is a scary thing, a scary it can be intimidating experience yeah. for people to start off, just like Jimmy. Who's Jimmy? Jimmy, going oh, to the gym. Oh, Jimmy,
1: okay. <laughs>
2: <It's> like Jimmy. <laughs> I was like, is there a famous person called Jimmy? <laughs> okay,
1: Jimmy. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah like, okay.
0: yeah, falling in love, it just makes you very vulnerable and mm. just like going to the gym.
1: And if, if, if you, and I think that if someone, I've seen that recommendation a lot. I haven't personally experienced it. Like, if someone that you really want to be with, Mm. Who is not really want to be with you? <laughs> you should not focus on chasing after them. Okay. You should focus on improving yourself.
0: Oh, okay.
1: For, yeah, I'm. I'm not sure that if that fits in anything, but um.
0: Yeah, kind of does. Mm. Yeah, like um, I feel like it fits within our first module more, like the identity part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have to. Uh, oh, it also fits in with the identity, like not only from a dating perspective, but um, so like uh, Ali also talked about this for like a career audience kind of thing um, what was it? It's kinda like you have to be the kind of person that who you want to be um who your ideal audience want to be interested in are uh, interested in,
1: okay, sure.
0: I've said it very, very badly But basically to translate to the dating profile kind of thing It's like you you just have to be the kind of person that you're... Ah, I don't know how to say it It's like you need to be the type that Who you're interested in will be interested in And that can be different It, it It's uh, the same if you okay. like, like, Yeah I see, I see So much okay, smoother in Chinese <laughs>
1: Um, right? No, I I, I don't I, I don't agree with that. Right. I just feel like that you have to
0: readjust your status
1: <laughs> You just have to level up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, once leveling
0: up is is what I mean by that.
1: Yeah, okay, but I mean, leveling up is just improving yourself. Whether or not that it will find, oh, okay. it will because your yep, yep. like your ideal partner will change as you improve.
0: Yeah, okay, good point. Sure, yep, okay. I agree.
1: Alright, I think I think we talked for long enough. We haven't had dinner yet, it's <laughs> already <laughs> really late. Mm,
0: yeah. Okay. Alright,
1: thank you guys for listening.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye.